What is up, everyone? This is your host, Coach Doobie. I'm here without my co-host Adam Sadly to bring you the Prep Yourself University series, which is composed of tips and tricks to get you through your bodybuilding prep. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to measure your progress during prep. Now, if there's something that you think you can track, you need to track it, okay? We need to make sure we're taking account everything that can impact our ability to make progress towards our end goal of stepping on stage and a little additional, and I'll go more into depth with that, so that we can make sure we're going to look our best when we step on stage. Now, the biggest things is you just have to be consistent in track numbers and numbers and numbers and be as accurate as possible. Now, at first, it might be like, wow, if you've never tracked a lot of these things, it might be very overwhelming, but I suggest you figure out a way to make it manageable for you. I'll give examples as we go along, but the most important thing is like, how often do you need to track these numbers or how, how, when do you need to evaluate them or what numbers are we even looking at? And we're going to be looking at daily numbers, weekly numbers, monthly numbers. These all will play into a, for example, daily numbers when you weigh yourself, because that's going to be a very important way to see if you're making progress in the right direction is if your weight is adjusting appropriately. If you're taking measurements on Monday, Thursday, Sunday, and that's it at different times of the day, that's going to give you a very inaccurate way of judging if you're making progress. Now, you you might be able to see over time, but in order to get the most accurate thing for your weight, you need to do it every single day in the morning when you wake up right after using the bathroom. I don't want you drinking a glass of water. I don't want you, I want you to go to the bathroom, use the bathroom, and then weigh yourself. And you do that every single morning at the same time. Now, if you work, I've had clients where they've worked third shift, second shift, first shift, then third shift, and it just changes. And those are something that you really need to figure out what time during the day is going to be a time that you can weigh yourself all the time. And sometimes it's very hard. And that is something that you'll need to take into consideration when you're doing your daily weigh-ins for your weight. Now you do those daily weigh-ins and you get a weekly weight. And that's why we look at the daily weekly numbers for your weight Because that weekly weight is going to be what really matters. Because from week one to week two, did you lose weight? Because you'll you'll notice if you haven't tracked your weight and you start to track your weight, or maybe you have been tracking your weight, you'll notice that your body will fluctuate weight a ton. I mean, depending on how heavy you are, it could be two to five pounds, maybe even more depending on how heavy you are. So body weight can fluctuate very easily. So take those daily numbers consider them weekly, get the weekly averages, and then monthly for your weight as well. Because if one week to the next week, you're not really losing weight, but then you lose a little weight or maybe a lot of weight that third week, and then you gain weight on that fourth week. Now, this might be alarming for some, but for others, it might be if you're a female, Or even if you're a male, that just might be how your body fluctuates on a month-to-month basis. So these are important to track daily so that you can get these weekly and monthly averages 
And you'll be able to utilize this information as you go through your prep to see if you're heading in the right direction. Now, that's that's only weight. Now, body fat, of course, that's equally as important just like we did. You can take that however you want. My scale has a BIA reader built into it, so I would do it daily as well. And then that would give me numbers additional. But BIA can be very inaccurate. And I would actually do the BIA, but then I'd do a skin fold, which that's this whole BIA and skin fold discussion. That's a topic for a whole nother podcast episode. But body fat and weight are just, it's going to be daily, weekly, monthly, and then evaluating the changes over time to make sure you're heading in the right direction. Now we also have your food and you definitely want to be tracking that daily. And I've seen it happen where some bodybuilders or some competitors in general, it doesn't have to be a bodybuilder, uh, it could be men's physique, women's bikini, they'll have a meal plan that's given to them and they've never tracked. And this is very alarming for me because if you're just given a meal plan and you're not measuring out your food or you're getting meal subscriptions from someone else, over time you could be losing out on a lot of progress. And even though if it's 500 calories one week, 300 calories the next, 400 the next, that you're off, whether it's plus or minus, that is really messing up your numbers because you're not taking that time to individually measure your food, make your food, and know what's going into your body. So your macros, your fats, carbs, proteins, that is something that you need to be doing daily. And Look at the numbers weekly because you can fluctuate. Say Monday and Tuesday is a training day and you want higher calories on those days. But then Wednesday and Thursday, you want to dip down in calories. And then the rest of the week, you want to hit the middle of those two. So the weekly average is what's really important for your macros. And if you have X amount of calories one week and then the next week you have X amount and you're losing weight, you know that if you are eating the same amount of calories from week one or two and you're losing weight, you know that calories is good for you. Now, if you start to go and on a month-to-month basis or a bi-weekly basis or even every three weeks, you're not seeing weight loss, then that's when you can adjust your food. And that's just why it's so important to take these averages because you'll be able to use these averages to make changes within these. Now, water. Water is something that's should be very individualized. It shouldn't be you should drink two gallons. You shouldn't you should drink one gallon or a gallon and a half. And it's actually this is something I need to do more research on because there's recent research that comes out that people in the military are sort of killing themselves in a way because they're drinking so much fluids that it's draining out their electrolytes in their body. And this is why it's important to know the science behind the things. Yes, we want a lot of water. We want our muscles to look full, but we also don't want to negatively hurt ourselves. So what is a way to figure out how much fluid to intake? And I would say the best thing to figure out the most individualized approach for you is look at your urine. If, if you're peeing clear fluids, that's good. 
Now, if you're having to pee clear fluids every 20 minutes because you're drinking so much water, no, dial it back. For me, during my prep, I was doing about 200 ounces a day. This was before I realized that I could be negatively impacting myself and I was having to use the bathroom. So this is something that I'll definitely be changing for my next prep, is just tracking my water and making sure I have enough for my body. Right now, I'm not tracking my fluid intake because I'm not in prep, but I'm also keeping account that my urine is showing that I'm hydrated personally. Now you want to track your sleep, okay? If if you're losing weight, losing weight, losing weight on a week-to-week basis, but then one week you dip down in sleep, if you're not tracking that, you're not going to know that your sleep probably is what caused you not to lose weight that week or the two weeks. So if you go from eight, nine hours of sleep a night, week three, four, and five, you dip down to five hours and you're not losing weight, okay. Instead of worrying about diet, worrying about training, worrying about cardio, let's get our sleep back to where it was and see how that impacts our progress. Because sleep alone might be that differentiating factor that causes you to either lose weight, maintain, gain weight, and that is why it's so important to track. Now, salt. A lot of people, I'll hear people talk about tracking salt, potassium, all these different things, and I would even argue that you don't need to be so big on salt right off the get-go when you start prep, but your peak week and more importantly, your show day, it's going to be very important to know how much salt your body's used to. And I say this because during peak week, you're really not going to change your salt intake that much. And I'll go into more details of why you would change your salt intake on another episode, but you're not going to want to change your salt. Salt is important for your body. It's not going to make you look more dry or less dry. It's going to be something that you just need consistently of. And for you ladies, if if you have your period, that, that might be something that you adjust slightly just to account for that. But the most important thing is that you just know how much salt you're intaking. So when it comes to show day, you can intake a certain amount of salt and know how it's going to respond to you before you step on stage so you don't look super flat, non-vascular on stage because your numbers are so out of whack. Now, I also mentioned menstrual cycle, and this is something you're going to want to track as well because based off your menstrual cycle, it'll show you how you're progressing health-wise. If if you lose your period a week into prep, that's very alarming if you have six months to go. However, if you're going four months and then your, your period starts to get irregular, okay, we only have two more months. Prep is not healthy. It's not good. So... We'll keep that in mind and we'll continue forward. Also, on a week-to-week basis, depending on what phase of your cycle you're in, you will either weigh heavier or lighter. And this is where the month-to-month becomes very important for women because if week one of month one is heavier than week one of month two, then that means you're losing weight from month one to month two. So I would even argue that women, you really need to look based off month one and month two in the respective weeks accordingly. Because week one, you might be your heaviest. 
week two, you might be your lightest and then you might start to go back up until week one of month two where you're your heaviest again. However, if your heaviest month two is lighter than month one, you're heading in the right direction. So keep this in mind. If you're not seeing that progress on a month-to-month basis, you can look at all these other numbers that we're tracking. Now, protein is going to be the biggest macro that you want to track. And the reason being is because protein and overall calories are the two biggest things. And you approximately want to match your body weight and protein a little bit more even possibly. And you just want to make sure you hit this every single day. And this is going to make sure you don't lose muscle. There's not much more information on that one. Now, your steps, cardio, and training. This is something you want to track as well on a week-to-week basis. Because if your steps go up twice as much from week two to week one, and you only lost a little bit of weight, and then your steps go back down week three, and you don't lose weight, okay, we know that it's not your diet or it's your activity level that's changing, that's changing your progress, okay? So that's why steps, cardio, and training are so important. Training, you're not going to really burn that many calories. You just want to try to stay consistent with your training that you were doing before prep, during prep. Cardio, I actually did my six months of prep, and I think I only did like one or two cardio days out of that whole six months, and it was closer to the end I would say in like the final three weeks because I wasn't working. I had just moved. Uh, I actually used my moving days as uh, steps, but I was tracking my steps every single day. And I was hitting 13K steps every single day because I have a dog. I'm walking my dog. Some people don't have dogs. And that's something you have to keep in mind. If you don't have a dog and you're not taking a dog for walks, you're not going to get those steps in like I did. So keep that in mind, steps and cardio You want to make sure it stays consistent and you just want to make sure you're tracking that weekly along with your food and your weight to making sure if you need to adjust something, you're making the right adjustment. Because if your activity level or your steps and cardio are going up one week and it causes you to lose a ton of weight, that might be, you might not need to be super alarmed and think you have to increase food. If you went to Disney one day or you went to an amusement park or you went to a sporting event and you just walked a ton, okay, that that just might be a one-off week and you just lost a little bit more and then your steps go down and you are right back progressing how you need to be, okay? So all of these numbers, like I said, need to be taken daily, weekly, monthly, and whenever you need to make changes, You need to utilize all of this information to make sure that you're looking at the big picture of your progress and make changes based off of this and not based off how you're feeling. Because I am aware of all of this. I've put clients through this and I put myself through this, but it was still very difficult the farther I got along with prep. And I'll tell you right now, I was not happy with how I looked almost up until like the week of the show, peak week. And even then it wasn't good because I was depleting myself. (laughs) But I used these numbers as a way to gauge if I was on track. I wasn't looking at myself and I suggest you to do the same thing. Don't look at yourself as progress, but look at your numbers if you're putting yourself through prep because you need to be 
very objective, not subjective. And what I mean by that is you need to you need to have information that tells you whether or not you're making progress. Subjective is just you looking at yourself and saying, oh, I look better than I did last week. That That's not going to work at all during prep. I'm telling you this now. You're only going to get more nervous, more stressed, and you're going to worry more if you're making progress or not. So we need to use these in order to help us judge. And in order to use these appropriately, we need to take those daily, weekly, monthly numbers and make sure we're making changes objectively that's beneficial for our progress. Now, that was a lot of things that you need to measure for your progress to make sure you win your next show. Go ahead, tune in next episode, especially you you ladies, because we're going to be talking about tracking your period a little bit more specifically than what we did here. All right, this was Coach Doobie. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace.